everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Some of my favorite podcast episodes that I share are the ones where I am interviewing some of my one-on-one clients for them to share their story and share their improvements because they are just so relatable. And every time I share them, my email inbox is flooded with messages about how impactful those podcast episodes are. So today is one of those days. I am interviewing Deb, one of my one-on-one clients, and we just finished working together a few weeks ago. Deb was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis three years ago, but has been suffering from symptoms for 15 years. She's been very active in finding resources to help her improve her mobility and strength throughout these three years, which is how she eventually found me online and decided to work with me one-on-one to help her improve her walking, stamina, balance, and energy. On today's episode, Deb shares her story of how MS has affected her mobility and the improvements that she's seen when primarily focusing on MS-specific exercises for three months. And let me just give you a warning. You are going to feel inspired and ready to take action towards your own goals. The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Deb, thanks so much for being here with me today. Oh, you're most welcome. It's a pleasure. Awesome. So we are going to dive into your story, you know, where you started when we were first working together and where you were when we ended working together. And I'm really excited for all of my listeners to hear your story. And they probably don't know this, but they actually know a little bit about your story because I have shared some of your successes and wins on my social media challenges and in my uh, podcast before, I just didn't use your name or anything. So I'm curious who's going to pick up on some of the wins that you mentioned and that it was you. But before we dive into that, I'd like to ask you a question from my interview deck so that our listeners can get to know you a bit more outside of MS before we dive into MS. Is that okay with you? Of course. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, they're fun questions. Okay. Your question is, when you're feeling sick, what makes you feel better? Hope. The knowledge that this is transient and that this too will pass and that I will get better and I will be able to get back to life the way I wish it was. Wow. That is... And the way it's meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a perfect answer. And it's so funny because so often when I choose these questions, I truly do just shuffle and pick a random one. Right. But so often the question is directly in alignment with what we're about to talk about. <laughs> yeah, completely. So, 
Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So let's dive into the first question. And what I want to know from you is, can you explain a little bit about your background? This question itself could probably take us two hours, but can you give our listeners just a glimpse of what type of MS do you have? How long have you had it? And how has it affected you, especially up until we started working together in terms of what was your day-to-day life like? How was your mobility? Things like that. Right. Actually, before I start, I would like to say that actually I'm from Singapore. And over this part of the world, there's barely anyone with MS or any diagnosed MS anyways. So when I was first diagnosed about three years ago, it was new and scary to me. But symptoms started maybe about 15 years ago, and it presented in the form of a foot drop. And obviously, because it was not common in our part of the world, we knew nothing about it. And I knew nothing about it. I just assumed it was just a disc, a slip disc or something or that or the other. And even when I went to see a neurologist, they were like, you know, it's probably just you had an infection, you took antibiotics and that was that. And somehow your nerves are damaged. And that was that. But three years ago, I couldn't walk five steps without stopping. And that was during COVID. And I realized that something was seriously wrong. I took another MRI. There were actually active lesions. And that was when I was diagnosed with MS. And in this part of the world, really, no one knows anything about it. And it was scary to maneuver and to understand this disease and treatment options. Honestly, even the neurologists I have right now, it's a national hospital, but half of them don't really know treatment options when they say physiotherapy. They just mean regular physiotherapy. And and to be fair to them, there's so many other diseases over here. They're busy with, they don't have time for like the, the very minority, the, the few of us over here. So it's actually quite a scary diagnosis. In terms of how it's affected my daily life, I really cannot do the things I used to do. I used to go walk miles and miles and miles. I used to travel nonstop for my work. I've not traveled for the past three years. Going out is scary. I cannot go just pick up and go travel with my daughters or go shopping with them or do the stuff that a mom should do with their children. And it's actually really, really sad. So these three years went by. It's been the hardest three years, but I met you. And honestly, it's changed my whole life around. So I'm a little bit emotional, but that's really how I feel. Absolutely. I think that's so important to recognize and understand, you know, what you have access to, where you live. There's access is, is limited in different ways for different people. And a lot of it does depend on where you live and who around you has the education to work with you in a way that's specific to what you're dealing with. And one of my favorite reasons why I love working with people who have MS is for reasons that you just said, especially when you touched on that you feel like you can't do the things that you should be able to do as a mom with your children, because it's when you are able to overcome those through MS specific exercises and strategies and techniques and everything that we've done together, it's so rewarding. And we'll get there in a second and several minutes of how you are now. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think that a lot of people, especially when they've just been diagnosed within the last five years or less, they feel very alone 
in sharing emotions like that, like that you can't do the things that you used to be able to do. And they might even feel like they're judging themselves or that other people are judging themselves. So I think you just sharing that is really helpful for a lot of people. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. Hey, you're welcome. So prior- I hope someone finds help, help with this because it was really scary being alone in Singapore with no one really with experience about what to do be it treatment, be it physio, be anything actually, be it diet or anything like that. Yeah. And it's really cool to hear you say that too, because one, when the whole reason that I went mostly online with my social media posts, the missing link with my online program is because my clients, even the ones living in the same state as me, were having a hard time getting to their PT. And so in my mind, well, if I thought if they're hard having a hard time getting to physical therapy, other people probably are too. And little did I know that these online courses and programs would just explode internationally. The fact that someone in Singapore like you yeah. who doesn't have yeah. the resources are able to access them. That's really cool. And that's just talking to me, um, working with you one-on-one, but you don't even know how many you've saved, how many lives you've saved throughout all around the world just from your free to view Instagram posts, your podcast, or your YouTube channels. Yeah. So actually, I'm curious, do you remember when you first found me and what it was that thought that we might be a good fit? Well, I will go back a few steps. When I was first diagnosed um, with MS, I went crazy. I am a very driven person. So I went on to the internet and I scoured everything I could find on MS on neuroplasticity. And I knew that in Singapore, I was not going to get the help I needed. So I went all over. I did everything. And one of the first gyms I actually joined was the missing link. But the problem then was I wasn't listening to what you were saying. I was just like giving myself exercises. I just took whatever I wanted to take from your course. I didn't even bother to go for orientation. I didn't do anything. I just took whatever. I decided to treat myself and do, oh, okay. So that's where I'm weak. I think my foot dropped. So let's just do 100 of this every day. Let's do 100 of marching every day, you know? And that was just, I was going nowhere with it. And then, so that got nowhere very quickly. And then I just felt exhausted. And then I went to join another gym. And I was getting, uh, honestly, I was getting very, very strong in every part of the body. But then I realized that despite all of that, I was getting biceps, triceps, my quads, my muscles were all coming up, but it was not translating into walking. And I truly, hand to my heart, did everything I could, everything I could to make myself stronger. And everyone said, just be consistent, just be consistent and trust the system. You know, you will get there one day. You will, you will, you just got to trust the system. And then I was just thinking, I can't keep trusting the system. It's been nine months, a year, and I'm not getting anywhere. And so I was just, and also I was also doing exercises beyond my capabilities, obviously, because I wasn't advised and I was just doing stuff that I couldn't, my body actually couldn't manage. And I was actually getting more and more spastic. Spasticity was through the roof. My walking was getting worse. And looking back at those days now, actually, I feel the fear again and the helplessness and I just didn't know what to do. But somehow, something kept me going back into your Instagram. And some I start you, so every time your post came on, I saw your post. And there was one day I saw seven steps to walking. I'm like, you know, I've seen this before. I know what she says. And I'm going to really listen this time. I really listen. 
So every podcast you posted, every video you did on YouTube, I really listened to every single word. And I realized that every single word you said had a, had a purpose and a meaning. It was, it was not just words. There was a meaning to every single thing you said. And then one day, I did the free exercise you class you post on YouTube. And that was the best exercise class I've ever did. I mean, I'm, I'm a high-strung person, but I actually felt relaxed and calm during your exercise, 30-minute exercise workout. And I was shocked. I'm like, how is that possible? How could I possibly enjoy exercise like that? And then I was like, okay, this is it. I need to go one-on-one, dive right in with her and let's just start. Let's not waste any more time. Three years have gone by. I've not only gotten worse, mentally my mind was also going. Like I was feeling more and more down. I wouldn't use the word depressed, but more and more down. And I thought I need to do like, like really like I need to do a 360 turnaround. That's exactly what happened. That's how I found, how I decided I've got to engage you one-on-one and go on with you. Yeah. And one thing that you said that really, really speaks to me, and I know will to a lot of our listeners, is that you were doing things on your own, even things like the missing link, like my own program, yeah. you, were, you were picking things from there. Yeah. And you mentioned some other resources too, and you were getting stronger, but you weren't improving function. And that is the issue with a lot of programs out there. I'm not sure what the other program you were referring to is, and you don't need to mention it, but that's the issue with a lot of exercise programs and just exercise in general for MS is that you'll feel stronger, but your walking's not any better or stair climbing's not any easier or standing up from low surfaces isn't any easier. Energy's not any better. And those are the things that actually matter. You know, our day-to-day movements are the things that we need to actually see improvements in. And so I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think a lot of people probably feel that way. And then you also mentioned you were feeling fear, of course, and helpless and down. And I think having the right support can be a game changer. And I thought it was so fun working with you because one one thing that that you get when you work with me one-on-one is access to Voxer, which is an app that we use to communicate between calls. So you get calls every other week on Zoom, but I want to have a way to communicate with everyone in between those calls. And you utilized Voxer perfectly because between our sessions on Zoom, you're messaging me via texting, saying how things were going, asking questions, sending videos of your movement. So it was really cool to be able to work with you in that way. Cause some people don't, don't like to use Vox or message and whatnot, but when you do, you get that much more out of it. And then we can fine tune even more. Yeah. Can you explain? Yeah. Can you explain how the missing link from what you know of it? Cause again, with the one-on-one coaching, you also get access to the missing link. And a lot of the exercises that I was giving you are in the missing link. Can you explain how the missing link and how our work together is different from some of the other things that you've tried in the past? Well, all the exercises you gave me were completely functional. And if I were to say, and actually, okay, so when I worked with you on -on one-on-one, I felt that that was really beneficial because you have this incredible gift to identify a problem immediately. And when you identify it, you do it in the gentlest 
and kindest of ways. You know, I, I never feel stressed working with you or pressured. And you know, with MS, when we are stressed or we are pressured, we're not going to be able to function. We're not going to perform. I remember my first meeting, I told you, please don't ask me to walk. And you're like, no, Debs, just do whatever you want. I'm never going to pressure you to do whatever you don't want to. You can send me a video as and when you feel like it, if you don't want to send me, it's not totally up to you. You do you and I will do my best to help you. So that was really important to me on a one-on-one -on -one basis. And what's really important on a one-on-one, -on -one, I felt, is that you could identify all the details. Like you could pick up the smallest of details. And I think that these smallest of details are what makes the biggest of difference in anyone's gate cycles. I mean, details make all the difference. It makes a success or failure. I mean, I can't speak for anyone and I'm not no physical therapist. I have a general idea of what is wrong with me, but it's truly the specifics I feel that makes a difference between success or failure. But if you join the missing link directly, I felt that you really need to listen, join the orientation, join Facebook, Follow her Instagram, follow, listen to her Apple podcast. They all say something. They all supplement, join her YouTube classes. They all mean something. They all, in a very meaningful way, actually help you and come together perfectly to help you eventually walk better. And I think what's also important is that in the missing link or on a group one-to-one -one, um, one -one with you, you're able to give me the easiest of exercise to do, to rectify the problem. You could give me 10 million exercises. If I couldn't do them, I'm not going to do them. But because they were easy or they were doable, I was willing to do them all the time. And if I'm willing to do them all the time, I'm going to get better. And then I'm going to be more consistent. And then when I'm going to be more consistent, I'm going to see results. And then with results, I'm going to want to do more with you. So I think it's a whole cycle like a body motion stays in motion, a body at rest stays at rest. And you know, with all MS bodies, when we're resting, we never want to move. You know, we would just like, we would like to stay at rest forever if possible. And if I were to join any regular gym class, MS classes, anyone, you ask me to take a yoga mat, for me to walk, to get the yoga mat laid down, lie down, I'll be exhausted. It's time for me to rest. But with your exercises or the exercises that missing, you can do it anytime. You say it all the time on Instagram. You do it while you're waiting for someone. You do it while brushing your teeth from the toilet. When I say the toilet bowl, you stand up. That's a squat. And you can complete 30 reps in a day throughout the day. You just keep on doing it. When I'm waiting for someone, I do my glute clenches. I, I do my marching. I look ridiculous, but I don't care. I just want to walk. You know, I just do whatever I can throughout the day. And then many days I wake up and I don't really want to do a 30-minute program. I really don't because I'm exhausted. But I'm like, okay, look, just do one rep. Just do one rep while you're brushing your teeth. And then do one rep when you go to the bathroom. And then by the end of the day, I've done 30 reps. I'm done. And like you said, it doesn't have to be done in one time. It, has, it can be done throughout the day. And that's where I feel your program is completely different from everyone else, be it in a missing link or a one-to-one -one, um, class. It's so special. It's really, I've really, trust me, I've tried everything possible, everything possible. And really, this is completely different and special. That's so good and to hear. Grateful. I am so grateful. Truly oh, grateful. I'm so <laughs> glad. Yeah, it was, it was really cool being able to pick up on those small details. Because yeah. in your case, it was, they were really, really important. You know, I remember, I think one of the very first small details was the foot drop. We didn't, you hadn't realized 
how much your foot was just kind of scuffing. And you had said after you had seen improvements, you didn't realize that before we started working together, you weren't even really walking. You were more so just kind of scuffing and, you know, wall surfing type of movement. So that foot drop was one. And then I think the next small detail that we noticed that made a big difference was we noticed your hip was dropping. And so we were focusing on different exercises to keep your hips level so that you would then be able to walk better. And then another time it was the weight shifting and balance. And so really picking apart those tiny movements. And we do all of that in the missing link, but when it's individualized one-on-one, it's just more fine-tuned to exactly how you are walking. And then your exercises will match those limitations that we're finding. I mean, I think, Dr. Gresham, if we are here at The Missing Link, we really have tried, we we really just want to get our lives back. And why stop, just go all the way, just one time, even one time, I think a one-off session with you, and I know you have that, would, would be so beneficial because you need that. You need someone to tell you where is it that you need to work on. Otherwise, you're just going to keep struggling at long and just doing 100 reps. I did 100 reps of foot dorsiflexion. I did 100 reps of knee extensions. I did everything 100 reps, 150. I was like, oh, should I move to 200 someday so I could eventually walk? But it wasn't that. It was everything and together as a group and you and and you know what else you also you're also able to find more as we work you know how we work together we found more and more problems <laughs> as we went along and that was really quite distressing at first but then I realized that we need to solve these problems before we get anywhere I remember you were like no we need to do this this is good for you <laughs> Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because that's that's what the podcast episode that I released a few weeks ago is talking about was how we were finding these new limitations and it can feel in the moment so discouraging, especially when you're improving. In, in your case, you were getting better, you were getting stronger, yeah. your walking was getting a little bit easier and then we found the hip drop. And at first it's like, oh shoot, like what the heck? Why is this now happening? But it's so good to find those things because we can work on that, improve that, and then continue to improve even further. But if we just kind of view it as, oh, I guess I'm progressing, or I guess, you know, this is a bad thing that's happening, it can derail you and it can make you stop doing your exercises and stop staying consistent because you think it's not working. But in reality, it's actually just the next step. You're, we're unveiling this symptom that was there already. You just had other things that were a bigger priority. Yeah. Absolutely. And another thing that I am, you've mentioned this a few times and I really like that you're saying it is that when you started working with me one-on-one and then when you joined the missing link, really, like really joined, not just kind of picking and choosing what you wanted to do, you started listening and you started really paying attention and being open to new things. You know, for example, doing exercises throughout the day instead of all at once. And it's so important to do both of those two things to really listen and and then implement, of course, but then also being open to new ideas and new ways because what you were doing got you to where you are now, but what's going to get you to the next step probably won't be that same thing. And so listening, implementing, being open is just so, so important. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. So now let's get to what I consider the fun part, which is your improvements. And I'm so excited for you to share some of these. So when working one-on-one together, we work together for three months, again, with the Zoom calls in the missing link on Voxer in between calls. So can you share with us within that time, what are some of the improvements that you noticed? And there's, there's a lot. So share what you remember. And then if you miss any big ones, I'll, I'll remind you. <laughs> well, I used to trip 10 to 20 times a day. I never trip now. I truly never trip now. And if I do, it's only because I'm now working on balance, which was when we identified a second problem that I had. And that was only because I'm trying to balance myself and I'm standing on one foot. It's almost like I'm exercising. And that's the only time I trip. But based on my foot drop, which used to cause me to trip 10 or 20 times a day, it doesn't happen ever again anymore. And that's incredible because it just took three months. No, it did not take three months. It took like maybe a month and a half, right? It wasn't yeah. even three months. Yeah. No, I, I want to say it was, yeah, I want to say it was even four weeks because I feel like by our second meeting, which was two weeks later, you were already starting to notice improvements. And then by our third meeting was when you you had told me at that time, you were going from tripping up to 20, maybe 30 times a day to two to three times. So yes. now to hear that, oh, it just doesn't happen anymore at all is that much more improvement. Yeah. So I can wear whatever shoes I want. Or I'm not stuck with a particular shoe that I have. I'm so happy about that. So that's one huge improvement. That's safety already. And the second thing that's really improved is my endurance. I'm able to walk for much longer. Actually, you know what? I'm just the first and foremost. The most important thing is that I'm actually walking. I was not walking before. I was just shuffling and dragging my foot along. In whatever possible, we're using momentum, pushing myself, using my, my body to push me forward. But now... I can actually walk. And friends used to ask me, can you just not slow down and walk slower? And I couldn't understand why. I just couldn't. I just had to walk fast. And then you told me it was momentum. Like I realized it was momentum. And now I can just walk really slowly, a step at a time and not have to just slide through and push myself through. All that's all gone now. And my dad, who never says anything, one day told my mom, I think last week, he was like, oh my God, She's walking. Look at her. She's walking. And, you know, fathers being fathers, they never say anything. And you, I saw the joy in his face and I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. And I told, I hardly told anyone that I was starting the program because I didn't want them to go like, oh, there you go again. Another program, another waste of time. You've said this many times. This is supposed to really help you. This is the best program that is in the US right now. And I'm like, so I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to try. And I'll let the results speak for themselves. Honestly, I was very confident going in with you. And I actually, there's nobody else after you. There, there just isn't, I know, with all my research, and I'm an expert researcher, that there really is no one else who's going to be able to help me if it felt it felt with you. And I had all things riding on this. And so when I told no one, only very close friends, like maybe two or three people knew. And my friends who hadn't seen me for months, they're like, oh my God, she's walking. Like, what's going on? She's finally walking. It's been 15 years of dragging, right? It's been 15 years of dragging, literally. Of course, the last few years was worse, but it was been 15 years of dragging. But she's actually lifting her foot. She's actually walking. And that was just so incredible to hear. And so it gives me so much hope for the future. 
Absolutely. And it's a really cool thing too, to not only feel like you're walking better, but to have other people notice. And, you know, we should never reach goals for other people, but it does feel good when other people are noticing and observing your improvements, your hard work actually paying off. Yeah. And I I have this funny target of walking 2000 steps a day in my home. And it's really easy now. I'm like, let's like, and I'm doing it with proper form now. And it's easy. I'm not panting. I'm in a good place. And I'm like thinking, let's just increase that now to 3000, you know, next month. And then in a couple of months, I want to learn how to start running again, hopefully, you know, and that's when Dr. Holly will come in again. Uh, You know, like, I really believe that you can guide us to where we need to get to. I truly, truly mean this. And I am so grateful. Thank you. Of course. And one thing too, so you mentioned your initial goal was the 2000 steps per day within your home. Now it's 3000 because it's getting easier. One thing that I thought was really cool to observe in your improvements is that you were able to walk more of those steps with fewer rest breaks. I can't remember the exact timeline it was initially, but you could only walk a certain distance and you had to sit and rest and you still need to sit and rest, but it's much further. So can you share a little bit more about that? When I first started with you, it was 10 steps on 10 to 20 steps on a good day, on a bad day, three, five, three to five steps. You're getting nowhere with three to five steps, literally. (laughs) You don't need to go anywhere. And then when I started working with you, like within two weeks to three weeks, like I guess we figured out the foot drop, we figured out the hip flexors. And I've already been working out, like you said, but I just didn't know how to put them all together. And in two weeks, I could do like, you know, like it was like a 500 steps to 800 steps like at one go and then I needed to rest. And only rest because I didn't want to drag my foot along because there's just no point in it. Like, like you were saying, there's just no point in doing bad form. You're just going to remind your brain to do it badly. So I could do 500, 800 steps with good form after about two and a half weeks. It was incredible. Like everyone was just shocked. Everyone at home was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah, that, that's such a big improvement. And and what that translates to is better stamina and better endurance because you can walk a further distance or a longer number of minutes with better quality without needing that rest. So that's the definition of what improved endurance and stamina is. And so many yeah. people that I work with want to be able to walk further distances, whether it means they want to walk to their car without stopping halfway in between or to get their mail and back or to walk into the office building or, or something like that. So I thought that was a really, really great um, improvement that you noticed. Yeah, it's these little things that mean so much to us that were taken away from us. And we didn't realize how precious it was until it was gone. But when you gain it back, you just, just going to keep on going. And that's why I say it's so important to do the exercises that are easier so you are consistent and then you can see the gains and then we can get slowly see hope there's, there's light and we can get our life back. That's all we want really. And I'm sure I speak for everyone who's listening in. That's all what we really want to play with our grandchildren, to go to work, to just go on holiday, to just do whatever we've always done before MS took over. Absolutely. And can you share a little bit, I feel like we can already hear it in your voice, but you had mentioned earlier that you were feeling fear and helpless and down. How is your energy and emotions now compared to back before we started? I mean, there are days, of course, I still feel like, you know, like I could be better, but I've heard your podcast about minding 
watching the gains and not and not just looking at the gaps. And you know, it's so true. Because that's all we do every day. We're just looking at where I want to be. Where I want to be is to walk 5,000 steps like everyone else without pausing and fast. But that's just not going to happen. I took It took me 15 years to get here. This is going to take me more than three months to be able to get to where I want to get to. So I'm just looking at my gains, at my 500 steps, and my consistent energy. I have energy more now than I am not. When it used to be the other way around, I have a lot more energy, more days now than not. And actually, almost every single day now, even if I'm down, I am walking. I am not shuffling. And that's huge because that means that my brain kind of understands that this is how it has to be done to get from point A to point B. And it means that I'm going to get there someday. I don't know how long it's going to take me, but I believe that I keep on going and I keep doing it consistently. I will get there. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I'm so excited because I know that we'll have calls together in the future. And I'm so excited to continue to see your progress and then work on the next thing. So one thing that we haven't touched on yet is in the one-on-one coaching, it's really cool because we get to continue progressing and improving your program as you make improvements. And, you know, to think that initially we were improving on walking with lifting your legs more. And now, you know, we ended with working towards improving endurance and working towards walking outside on uneven ground and, you know, eventually then stairs and then running you mentioned. So it's, it's a really unique opportunity to be able to progress with you. You know, your routine should change as you're noticing improvements. And that, that's one of my favorite parts. Yes. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, like you, I for a very very long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as Deb mentioned too, so there's so many resources out there. Depending on where you're at, there's going to be a different one that's best for you. So if you're kind of in a similar situation to what Deb was in a few months ago, then one-on-one coaching might be the best fit for you because you've tried a lot of things, they haven't helped you, or they've helped you but only to a certain point, and you really have further goals that you're looking to meet. But if you're not at that point yet, there are tons of free resources that I offer. As Deb mentioned, this podcast being one of them, my YouTube videos, there's even my MS specific classes on YouTube, social media. I have a five-day challenge, webinars, you name it. And then the missing link, of course, is kind of that intermediate point where there is a fee for it. But if you're listening and if you're implementing, if you do the orientation, as Deb suggested, if you join our weekly live calls, you'll really get the information that you need to at the very least get started with MS specific exercises. And there's exercise calendars and programs that tell you what to do each day. And so I I loved Deb's advice, which was join the staff, listen, actually implement. And then if you do need further coaching, then it would be the one-on-one from there. I think ultimately, the truth is we all will need one-on-one coaching with you because we are all made differently. There is something wrong with every one of our gait cycles and everybody's mistake or everybody's problem is slightly different. And it's really important if we want to get to where we want to go, which ultimately for everyone is to have our lives back. I think that's something we should work towards. You know, even if it's just a one-off Zoom call with you, and, it, and actually, if you join the missing link, it, there are some weeks where you actually like get asked to 
put questions in that we can ask you and you're actually available to answer all these questions. And I found them actually very helpful too. And it's not just that. And actually all your international listeners who don't have access to good neurologists or to physiotherapists, like you talk about the newest drugs. You talk about how we sort spasticity out. I mean, you talk about brain, like how to calm our nervous system, all that, that whole package, how to control our bladders. Because these problems that you talk about are all universal and we don't know where to get these resources from. But in the missing link, every single thing is there. Like every week I look forward to the topic that's going to come up next because I know it's going to be relevant to me. How to calm myself down, that's so important. <laughs> how to control my bladder, you know, all that. Right. My diet. Yeah, my diet. Yeah. The next drug, big drug. I mean, all that. Yeah, it, it is. It's nice. It, it's a nice one-stop shop. And for the things that I don't know, I bring in our expert guest speakers that they can educate you on a specific topic, like like diet, for example. So that that's a good point to to bring up. And thank you for sharing that. No problem. This has been so insightful and I'm, I'm so excited for this episode to air so that everyone can hear your story. Again, I think it's so relatable and also really, really inspiring for people to hear that progress is possible because it can be so easy to hit a point where you feel like it's not possible. And especially if you have tried a lot of things, it's easy to feel like, well, I've tried it all. This is just who I am. This is just what, what I'm going to be like with my walking. So Thank you so, so, so much for sharing your story with us, sharing your improvements. And most importantly, I think sharing that empowerment and confidence and hope that we can all hear in your voice. And for anyone looking for any of the resources that we mentioned, whether it be the free options, the missing link, one-on-one coaching, I'll put all of the links for those in the show notes. So you can just go there and click on whatever feels like it fits you today. But again, Deb, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.